up, folk? It is your one and only favorite Wody Jacka Jack. Just another this baseline just goes stupid. And opinion, and I've been wildin' for respect. I wish that I was really doing the dance well. So, like, and and y'all can know, like, in my head who I'm, like, emulating right now. Because I would ask niggas that to guess. And that's only if you're watching this clip, which you won't watch it because I don't put up the full videos on fucking YouTube. I export them and never upload them. Uh, But anyways, (laughs) as the fucking intro is going off, we're just doing this little shimmy shoulder thing majigger but i'm thinking in my head if you ever seen the movie uh <laughs> if you ever seen the movie soul man with uh rp fucking rest in peace fucking bernie mac and uh and samuel jackson uh they were doing their little tour they're trying to make it to the fucking i think the apollo theater is where they were uh making their way across country to to you know to do their fucking whatever for the funeral of the guy that used to be in their group and on the on the way on the way they're driving across country because floyd uh bernie mag he doesn't fly and uh or the other dude uh samuel jackson it might it might have been him it might whatever his character is now what the fuck was this character marcus now nah, wouldn't marcus floyd henderson and whatever the fuck anyways all story short is they were, uh, they stopped at this one fucking hole in the wall to do a performance or whatever. And this one dude was drunk. And just like when they were doing the little, uh, white dude with a fucking like little mullet when they were doing their songs, just this little funny little shoulder shimmy thing, which he was fucking doing. And that's like, uh, whatever. What's going on, guys? Let me just say. I'm in a cool place. Finally. It's it's finally hit me, and I'm not going to go into it too deep. Maybe I will when I, I do another podcast with my nigga Weezy, which needs to happen. Uh, but I'm finally, finally coming to peace. I'm coming to peace. I'm coming to peace. with names on a piece of paper in my wallet. Now, I don't mean that literally. I mean that figuratively. And I'm talking about uh, my relationship with Kobe. It ending, me accepting it. But when I really start to think about it and this and that shit, again, I don't wish bad or anything on her, nothing like that. The bitch she with right now, I don't know, might make her the happiest woman in the world and they might fuck around and get married or some shit like that. Who knows? But when I think about... I, I You know what? I'm just in a place. I'm just in a place of acceptance of like, you know what? What are you really losing? What'd you really lose, Don? A bitch that broke your heart before, she cheated on you, she's manipulative a little bit. What'd you really lose, my nigga? You know, what'd you really lose? 
And I'm not going to get it. You know what? Let me just get into something else before I. Because I've, wa- <laughs> I've been watching YouTube videos. And I ain't even ready to do. What's up, folk? And welcome to the podcast. Where I might. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though it's in the intro, I don't know if I should. But whatever. It's just an intro to the motherfucking podcast. Uh, since our breakup over this year, I've been watching, man, and this isn't about to be a breakup podcast, I promise. This is just a quick spur of the moment to open up the podcast little spiel. Uh, I've been reading books, watching YouTube and shit, like really trying to get a gather on like relationships and shit. And what do we want out of relationships as people? Cause I'll, cause, and I heard something in the video I was watching the other day and I was like, damn, that's kind of me too. I'm 29, but it's just like I said in my podcast the other day, I'm 29 years old and I just got out of my first real deal relationship with someone. Oh, uh, for three years, you know what I'm saying? In my adult life. I'm behind the eight ball when it comes to dating as an adult. I don't really know how this shit works. I'm not really sure how. All I know is that I am almost 30 and I don't make enough money. So my dating isn't going to be whatever, you know? Oh, uh, But anyways, as I'm just watching some of these videos and I'm thinking to myself and I'm just thinking about this situation and this and that. And it's like, damn, Don. Well, like I told Weezy. Shallow reasons. She's getting fat. When I think about it, what what am I losing, Don? Like, and like I said, you know what? Let me just start the, the motherfucking podcast before I lose my good feeling let me tell y'all a story let me tell y'all a story about why god is truly just a funny ass guy man he's a funny guy with impeccable timing great comedic relief great delivery you know when it comes to the jokes he's really a, a solid man let me tell you for this past year, this has been my favorite Gatorade. This right here. This good old motherfucking passion fruit. This has been my shit. And damn near every time before I come to work, I stop at the gas station across the street from my job, and I will go get me a Gatorade, and if need be, a pack of cigarettes. So I go into the store sometime last week, whether it was Monday, whether it was Wednesday, whenever it was, I go to the store, I get this, I go get a Gatorade, I get the passion fruit, I get the the fucking Gatorade, I pick it up, I do something, and I drop it, drop it on the floor, oh shit, damn, I pick it up, the top is cracked. I'm like, well, damn, I don't want to get this with the top crack. So I put it back, grab another one, and dip on out the store. I pay for the shit, but, you know, dip on out the store. Now that's that. So then I go to work. 
later in the week, two days later, three days later, whenever it was, I go to work. I'm in, I'm in my studio. I'm working. I'm timing out the logs. I'm doing this and that. And it's around one o'clock. Now, let me tell you, I'm gassed. I'm high. I'm high. I'm getting a little cotton mouth, dry mouth, whatever. Let me, you know, get this Gatorade. I grab the Gatorade. I put it on the desk. I go to open it. I be goddamn. If the same exact Gatorade that I didn't drop on the floor the other day, that, you know, that I dropped on the floor the other day, crack top is the same exact one that I picked up and grabbed, paid for, walked right back out the store with a few days later. When I mean to tell you my high ass could not do anything in that moment except for a bust out laughing. I mean, I'm in the studio crying. I am rolling. This is the funniest situation. I am dying. I am dying laughing at just like this karma. But in that moment, and it's kind of, and I was talking, and it's funny because I was talking, like I said, man, I don't hate, I love Kobe to death. Uh, I was talking, me and Kobe was out, we was, oh, shit, came by the house the other day. We was outside smoking, uh, and we was just talking and shit like that. And I was just telling her, I was like, you know, for me personally, I was like, I'm not going to say, I was like, I was like, I'm, I'm not going to say this never happens, but I was like, uh, it doesn't happen a lot or maybe as a lot as it should or maybe as, as much as I would like for it to that you truly have a genuine conversation with God. Most of the time, it feels awkward for me. And I think that's why when I do be praying and shit, so it won't feel awkward, I really do pray as if I'm just talking to a homie. And I might even overdo it a little bit sometimes. Like, I just won't hold back. Like, I'll be cursing in my prayers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be like, damn, you know, like, shit just real on me, God. Like, helping young nigga out or something. Like, give me the strength. You know, like, whatever. Because it's like, all right, if God is supposed to be my father and this and that and whatever, like... How I'm supposed to really, how I'm supposed to really treat, how I'm supposed to treat a man or being something I ain't never met before, low key different than the father that I got on this planet, who I love to death and got, you know what I'm saying? Like how I'm supposed to really, I can't, I can't. Though you didn't gave me everything in this world, and this and that, I should, but it's still just, I and I also think, hey, you know me, you know me, you know me, so. Please, I heard that you, I heard that motherfuckers is getting accepted. How they come? You know how I'm coming. You know how I'm coming. He know how I'm coming. So I be giving it up. Uh, but most of the time, it's kind of awkward. It's just a tad awkward. Uh, 
But that was one of those rare occasions that always feels amazing. It always feels amazing. It truly feels amazing when you have a genuine talk with God or a genuine feeling of gratitude or a genuine, just any type of genuine feeling that you have with a hot, with the higher power. That shit feels good. That shit truly feels good when you just, and that was a moment where I'm dying laughing and I had no choice. That was a moment where I had to be like, of course you're real. Not that I was ever doubting it, but it's like, of, like it's just another, of course you're real. You're God. Not only are you real, you're a funny ass nigga. You're like, you, you know, there's no way I was think there's no way I could have thought I was going to get that Gatorade again. You mean to tell me two, three days go past and I'm the only nigga out here drinking passion fruit? You kidding me? Are you kidding me? Shit was fucking hilarious. Shit was fucking hilarious. And that was a moment where I had to think to myself, yes, it's not even a question. It's not even a question. God is real. This was a genuine, and I and I had to just say thank him. I had to thank the Lord. I had to tell that man how much I loved him. I had to tell that man how funny I thought he was, you know? Like, those were jokes. Those are jokes, bro. Those are jokes. But um, anyways, transition. Short podcast, short podcast, short podcast. Let me just tell y'all that. Uh, short podcast. I seen a video. I'm sure we all seen the video of my nigga Yay out here walking on water. When I seen it, when I seen it, I thought to myself, damn, I don't like this. But what is it that I don't like about it? There's something off-putting about this, about Yay walking on water. What is it? Like, why, why does all, like, of all this shit that Yay has done to rub people the wrong way and all the religious shit, people, oh, well, he didn't, he ain't really, he's just, a, it's just a ploy, it's just another thing he's trying to exploit, whatever, I never gave a fuck about it, whatever. But this actually, this was one time where I really just kind of looked at it and was like, yo, what the fuck is this nigga? Like, why is he doing this? Like, just really kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. And then I thought about it a little bit and I was like, you know, fuck, like, fuck you for doing that. Who are you to recreate such legendary imagery and make the shit look hard as fuck. This nigga was walking on water with his chaps. Nigga was walking on water with his chaps. That shit looked hard, bro. It wasn't even like he was walking a few feet. That nigga was walking the distance to the mound. If not fucking first base to second base, that's like 90 feet. 
on water with kids to a choir on water. Who the fuck do you think you are to recreate such legendary, mythical fucking imagery and just make it look cool? Make it look like it's easy. Make it look like I can do it. I couldn't appreciate it. You mean, it? like, come on, man. That's like one of the best tales about God. He turned water into wine and he could walk on it. Come on, bro. Come on, man. You gonna walk on, like, that's what you gonna do? You gonna walk on water? I would have been, I, I would have felt better about him turning water into wine. But to walk on water, come on, man. I ain't like that. That was almost too much of like a God complex that just, I don't know. You know, I ain't really like it. I ain't really like that shit. Cause it was like, cause he really made that shit look cool. He really made that shit look cool, you know? He truly made that shit look cool. But, uh, yeah, that's it on that, too. Damn, this really, if I don't go into this next topic, it really will be a short-ass podcast. I don't think I ever did a podcast that was shorter than 20 minutes. That's crazy. Uh, would it be possible for... Please. Don't a woman want yeah, I ain't gonna I ain't even gonna talk about that. Don't a woman want no goddamn two fucking uh two two boyfriends. Uh so fuck it, I will go into this next shit. Um one second. Uh, Alright, my fault. So one of the videos I've been watching is about this one dude named Kevin Samuels. And he does a lot of videos about what is called the high-valued man. Something that black women have always just considered a blanket statement as in all of our good men. Good men to black women are high-valued men. A lot more, nothing short. That that was my little wannabe rendition of nothing more, nothing less. Oh, uh, that's a good man to a black woman. And I'm watching this video. I'm thinking about myself. I'm thinking about my past relationship. I'm thinking about a lot of women that I see online and this and that, I'm listening to his videos. I'm listening to the women calling in on his videos and this and that shit. And something he always asks women when they call in, one of the first things he usually asks them, how old are you? Most of them are 28, 29, 30, whatever, or older. How much do you weigh? Or, or how tall are you? I'm 5'2", 5'3", 5'4". What's your dress size? Uh, I'm an 8. I'm a 10, 12, 14, 16. 
How much do you weigh? Oh, I'm 160. One, all right, for sure. Then he'll ask, well, do you want kids? Yes. Two or three. That's not, he's not standardly asking two or three, but that's just, you know, two or three kids or whatever. I might take two, I might get three, I might want whatever. Then he'll say, well, do you want to work and pay substantial bills after pregnancy? Most of the women say no. So then he says, all right, well, you want a high-value man, someone that is making at least $10,000 a month that can afford to take care of you, your needs, and the kids' needs, and the household, all that shit. All that shit. And he was just talking about, like, he asked a woman, and, and, and you know what? And it was funny when he said this because I was like, this I was like, this is the blanket statement that everybody gives. Men, too. Men, women, we all give this. On a scale of 1 to 10, what are you? You know what a lot of us fall to? Now, I would like to say that I'm probably somewhere on record in my podcast of keeping it 100 and saying that I'm a solid 6. And on my best day, on my best day, on my best day, I can hang with the best of them. Looks wise, on my best, on my best day, I can hang with the best of them. So I would say I'm a solid six at at a cap. I'm an eight, at a cap. I'm an eight. But you know what? A lot of us like to say we're sevens. So he'll say rate yourself one to ten, and you can't use seven. Rate yourself one to ten, and you can't use seven. And he was like, you know, we think about. We hear this when we say he'll he he'll he'll tell a lot of girls, you know what? You're about a six. You're a six. You're cute. You know, you're average. You're a six. He's like, eights, nines, and tens, those are pretty, beautiful, and gorgeous. Pretty, beautiful, and gorgeous. Those are your Beyonce's, your models. And, and he was like, you know, like he's like, you know, Beyonce, she's an eight. You know, and this and, it, and I just kind of started laughing because I was like, you know, I feel that too. Like, yeah, Beyonce's bad and all this and that, but I was like, I never thought Beyonce was like the coldest thing rocking. Like, she's just a solid ass fucking woman. Like, she just she fine. Don't get me like she fine, she fine. But I've never looked at Beyonce like she was the baddest bitch I ever seen in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, because beauty is just so it's really so subjective. You know, like there's there there's there is absolutely beautiful, which can't be denied, probably, even though that's subjective. But then there's ugly. Like, everybody, we kind of know what's unattractive or whatever. So he was like, you know, we get caught up on this six on a scale of one to ten as if it's so bad. He was like, you know, we need to just start embracing our averageness. Most people are sexes. Like. What's wrong with being a six? You're far away from a dime, so you're not far off. And you're six away from being a zero. That's pretty damn good looking, huh? Like, you got to be in a cool spot. Like, I'm in a cool spot. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a solid six right now. 
I got my little smile directs. Like, I ain't got the crazy gap no more. Like, I'm a solid six right now. I'm bald, unfortunately, but even then, low-key, it kind of works in my favor now. I think women kind of like me more with the bald head, you know? Uh, that's because that's what they're used to. They never seen the Wody with the, with, with the waves out. They never seen a Wody out here just dipping on them. Uh, and, and I was just like, yeah, you know, like, that is something that, because I read this tweet the other day. I read this tweet from one of the, from one of the homegirls uh, on Twitter, actually my cousin, and she was talking about like men shooting for women outside of their league, and I and and and, and she was like shooting men will shoot their shot at women outside their league and then get offended when they get uh, rejected, which is very much so the case. Niggas will definitely get offended and be upset and this and that shit. But I still was kind of thinking, though, like, well, what really qualifies as the league? Like, what what really qualifies as someone being out of your league, especially for a woman? And, that, and, that, and it goes back to this one episode that me and Ramakai was doing a while ago, way back in the, when I first, like, I don't know, probably within the first 20 episodes. Uh, well, actually, I was just listening to it because I was thinking about it. Uh, I think it's episode 16. Yeah, episode 16. And I was telling her about how, like, men have the potential. Damn, my battery's about to die. Men have the potential to be more attractive in a lifetime than a woman. Cause I'm telling her about like, all right, I was like, you know how many, I was like, you know how many chicks I've seen from high school that just seem to lose it. It seems like the men, it seems like once chicks start hitting like 25 and 26, like it's like the twenties just take hold to hoes, bro. Like, on an attractive level, it seems like the 20s just take hold to hoes, bro. Like, something just happens. And and, and like I was saying with me and Weezy's podcast, I was like, part of the reason why me and Kobe broke up on my half was the shallowness of, all right, she's getting on my nerves. She's talking to me all kind of crazy and this and that shit. And on top of that, She's just gonna get fat. Like that that's what I that's what I was thinking leading up to the breakup. Or just when I as I'm just, you know, like it's just like oh, she's just gonna get fat. She's turning 28 this year. I've seen it. She's three years when I met her, she was in her prime. She's three years past her prime, and she's probably two years away from never getting it back again. Until the day she just decides she wants to get it back again. Um, but I'm thinking about that and I'm like, now, man, women, we don't, women don't look at us like that. Yeah. Women want to be physically attracted to you, but if you got other shit, your physical attraction will go down on the importance, you know, on the totem pole. It will, it will drop. Men, we don't care nothing about that. We don't care nothing about that. 
And it made me think about this. Check this out. The fundamental, the prime example, the prime example of the fundamental difference is Jay-Z and Beyonce. Think about Hove. Just think about Hove. All of it. Have you thought about it? Okay, you're done thinking about it. Now think about Beyonce. Think about all of Beyonce. Okay, you're done thinking about it. Now look at Hove. Look at Hove. Now look at Beyonce. Look at Beyonce. And they have each other. What I am saying is a woman as powerful as Beyonce, as sexy, accomplished, as talented, and all this and that, you know who she didn't end up with? Morris Chestnut. That's not to say she couldn't have this nigga. I'm just saying as an example. Who she didn't end up with, Morris Chestnut. Sex symbol in the black community, black women love him. The green-eyed nigga from the barbershop. Black women love him. The one nigga with the braids that was falling for that that loved uh, the wife and the Tyler Perry joint. What's the nigga's name? Handsome brother. Long story short is Beyonce did not end up with the man that all women think are so fucking attractive. Like Hove said, there's no such thing as an ugly billionaire. I'm cute. He says that because he understands what people say. Hove is an ugly nigga. Nah, I said it. He looked like a goddamn camel and this and that shit, all this and that. Whatever. Hove is whatever. Hove looks like an average ass nigga. Nothing special. That is who Beyonce chose to partner up with, chose to be with that nigga. With everything she got, all this and that, that is the nigga who she's with. A nigga that looked like Jay-Z. But guess who Jay-Z ended up with? With all that Jay-Z got, all of the accomplishments, all of the money, all of the powers, all this and that. You know who he got? Beyonce. You know who he didn't get? Lizzo. The fundamental difference between men and women. Again, that's why I say, what is a league? 
when does reality kick into what we are worth for what we're asking for in life? When do we know what we're asking for in life? Again, another example, Oprah, been one of the richest women, black women on on this planet, this and that shit. You know who she got with? Another old ass nigga that has some money. She ain't, Stadman ain't the, Stadman ain't no sex symbol. Ain't nobody call him Stadman Fine. Ain't nobody ever called Stadman Fine. Outside of, again, the nigga had some money also. But still, I say that to say, the richest woman in the world, all that power, all this and that, when it comes down to it, that's the fundamental difference. Men, we don't give a fuck about it. We don't give a fuck about it. We just want you to be pretty. We just want to be attracted to you. That's all we want is to be attracted to you, be able to talk to you, be able to enjoy ourselves around you. It's women that need the money, also need the looks, needs the height, needs the all this and that shit. How many sixes are really getting all that? You know, I said it in one of my songs. I hope she, like I said, I probably just said, I probably used this last episode. Maybe the episode before that. Hope she accepts I'll die average when we date. It's not my goals, but I'm saying it could be fake. Everybody ain't going to be rich. Everybody's not going to be rich. That doesn't mean that you can't have a good life, decent life, but doesn't mean you're going to be rich. If I die making 80000 85000 at a cap of my career in salary, I am still relatively average i am more than probably happy with what i'm doing for myself with that amount of money i probably am but i am still very very much average so then it makes me wonder what do i deserve because see that was part of the thing with me and kobe too that i also understood i understood that there was something going on. There was a pro, there was an issue that I could see didn't look like there was any hopes on turning it around. But what I realized was I wasn't in the position to be able to truly say shit. Or feel like I was in the position to feel like I deserve said shit. Babe, 
I look at your arms. Your your collar greens have to be top five. How do you have top five collar green arms in your 20s and you don't even make collar greens? You have no experience really in making collar greens. Why do I feel like yours would be top five best I ever had just off your arms? I can't say that when I made $22,000. I can't say that when I made $22,000 and she made seventy. I can't. I can't say that. Which is a shame. Because it's not like I'm always going to be here. But I am now. You know? So I'm just an average-ass nigga wanting high-value men shit when I wasn't. Reality. Same with women. Women want a lot of this, you know, Big boy shit, pay for all this and that and this and that. But like bro said, like that one nigga be saying in his videos, baby, how you over here talking about how you want a man that's going to do all this and that and you're overweight? Or you already got a kid? Just stick to overweight. You overweight. You overweight. And you think the nigga that's going to pay for everything won't? Come on, dog. Because I know I don't. I wouldn't. I was telling. I told Kobe that shit when we first started dating. I said, look, let me just tell you one thing. I ain't with the fat shit. I'm not with it. I'm not with the fat shit. I'm not with the fat shit. I don't give a fuck about none of this body shaming, this and that, body positivity. If you feel good, baby, do your thing. Do your thing, because it ain't nothing. Hey, do your motherfucking thing, because I'm going to always be 5'10". It's hella bitches out here that say six foot is they cut off. If you ain't six, if you ain't six foot, what can I do for you? Not a motherfucking thing. So it, it is what it is. I wasn't with the fat shit. And, I, and it makes me feel bad that I wasn't in a position to save. No, I ain't going to say that. That's crazy. That's crazy. I ain't going to say that. They even, yeah, I'm sorry. Even if she hears this, which she, which she never will, but that, just the thought of that kind of made me feel bad to say that. Uh, but yeah. What can't, you know? You know? Shit crazy. Shit crazy. Shit crazy. A lot of us is out here sixes and we need to understand that shit. Maybe I need to understand that shit. Do I want me a fat bitch for the rest of my life? No, nah, I don't want no fat bitch for the rest of my life. But if my black ass is only making $22,000 for the rest of my life, then a fat bitch is all I'm going to get. Fat bitch might be all I deserve. Feel me? And that was the other crazy thing. A lot of these women, 
in these videos and shit like that. Like my ex. Career oriented, working women, this and that. Had all the money in the world, all this and that. They had a hundred thousand. They making eighty thousand, ninety thousand dollars, this and that shit. So why can't you find it? What? Again, overweight. I used to tell she used to piss me off all the time when Kobe would just say certain shit to me, and I'm just like, the only reason why she is saying this shit right now to me is because she makes more money than me. That is literally the only reason why she is saying something, because there's no way you can say, how you going to call me lazy? Bitch, I go to school, this and that. I'm working two jobs. I got hobbies. Like, I really be doing shit in my spare time. Bitch, you don't even do shit. Besides watch TV and whatever. You don't do shit. Only thing you do is watch TV and, and, and fucking go to school. And when I say that, I and when I say go to school, I mean as in. That seems to be the only thing that you're driven by. It's just getting another piece of fucking paper. And that and I'm not saying this. Now, I just want to say this for the podcast. I'm not saying this really. Now I'm speaking in general. I'll just say that. Now I'm speaking in general. I'm speaking in general. You just want to go out here and get another education. Like when, but at the same time, you know, bitch told me we wasn't compatible because I didn't make enough money and I didn't have enough education because she's got a master's and I got a bachelor's. First, I'm thinking to myself, okay, whatever. For I don't give a fuck about it, but you got hella debt. You got hella debt. But the point is what I realized is women. A lot of you hoes that's out here really getting the paper, a lot of y'all probably is gonna be stuck in splitting the shit or being that breadwinner. In the household, in this and that. Because y'all hoes ain't set yourself up. When y'all had the chance to set yourself up. You know? Mm. I'm kind of losing steam on this one. But I just thought that was interesting, though. I thought that was very interesting talking about, you know, the, the fact that a lot that a lot of us need to embrace the six. Embrace the six. Embrace the fact that you're cute. And just understand what, because like I said, like, like what what is your worth? What's your standards? What is it? Is it because you got your own business? Is it because you got like, what is it that you want? What is it that you really, really want? You know? Do y'all hoes want to get married? Do y'all hoes want kids and shit? Like, what you really want? Like, what? 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 What's the standard? What's the standard? What's the what? What's what's the league like? What's the league? You got all this money, you got all this education and this and that, but again, we're men. We don't give a fuck about any of that. 
if you got it, it's cool. Like, it's great. That means you might be able to help me get more. That's for sure. But if you don't got it, it's whatever. Because I already got it. And I never need you. I ain't need you to have it in the first fucking place. And now it is time for me to end because my battery just died. So it's like, I'm going to have to revisit this with my nigga Weezy. I just wanted to kind of, you know, touch on it a little bit. But yeah, I'm going to have to revisit this with my nigga Weezy. And it's about time for me to clock in. Anyways, it's 11.48. Yeah, I've been meaning to do this fucking podcast for a few days now. But I was like, when am I going to do it? Uh, And I've been saying I'm going to do it here at work. But I haven't because I've been listening to beats. Uh, smoking weed and listening to beats. At work, I shouldn't be saying that. Oh. And I don't really like doing podcasts when I'm high because, like I said, I I really be, y'all already know I be talking in circles and rambling. I really be fucking talking in circles and rambling when I'm high. Oh. But, yeah. So, anyways, I just came to work. I came to work early to try to get me a nap, which is something I normally do now sleep on the couch and I'm just laying there and it's like 10 o'clock and I'm like, it doesn't feel like I'm going to go to sleep anytime soon. And I've been here since like nine something. Uh, and I'm just thinking to myself, like, you know what? I might as well just get up and do this podcast. So that's what I'm doing. And I gave you a quick little 45 minutes. So I shall holler at you niggas, uh, later. And let me just, matter of fact, let me go ahead and download this. Put this in my motherfucking, the song of the week. The song of the week is something beyond tight. The first time I heard the sample of the song was two years ago, I want to say, when the homie dropped his fucking tape. And the shit was hard. And it was these three words. And I had no fucking idea. Of what this sample was, but this shit is fucking fire. And then one day I'm listening to the Joe Budden podcast and he starts playing this song. And I'm like, hold up. Is this what I think? And it was. And I said, are you kidding me? I finally know what this fucking. I finally know what this goddamn sample is. Like, and yeah. And uh, over the past two weeks, I've been listening to this song, and I'm like, you know what? This might be one of my favorite songs of all time. So, yeah. Uh, Without further ado, I'm going to give you niggas a jam. And uh, have a good one. Like, subscribe, tell people about it. I'm gone.
Knowing you didn't always show 